Hi, and welcome to Enchantment, a Dragon Age Let's Play podcast. I'm Manny. And I'm Brandon. And this is episode, what number is this? What number? <laughs> Take a guess. Uh, one, oh, six, five? Four. Four. Look at that. Four of these. <laughs> four. Yes, this is the fourth, um, what's it called, hiatus episode. Yes. And today, Brandon, we will be playing a DLC. That we are. This is yeah. the last Dragon Age 2 DLC there is. Yes, and this and this is also the final time uh, we're playing with the PS3 in general. Uh, that it is. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's probably the best part of it. That's the best part of it. Um, we're going to have a, a vigil at the end of this. <laughs> um, and just speak about our memories with the PlayStation 3. Light a candle. Light a candle. Sit around a single candle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then sing a hymn. um but yeah so this is uh the uh dlc called uh legacy yes it is even though this came out before mark of the assassin bioware said if you fucking dare release legacy before mark of the assassin well was legacy uh a guest on jimmy kimmel no (laughs) does legacy have its own youtube channel I'm pretty sure Felicia Day was a guest on Jimmy Kimmel to talk about this. Which is so weird. I Here's the thing about Dragon Age. Um, I did not know it existed uh-huh. at that time. Other Bioware games, I knew that Mass Effect existed because it was like a phenomenon. Like back but in I, like 2011? Like t- 2011, like back during those times. And I was just like, I did not know what the fuck Dragon Age was. I never <laughs> heard of it. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I just... Okay, so... Felicia Day was not on Jimmy Kimmel. She was on Jimmy Fallon. And I always confuse the two. But. Yes. Okay. Uh, Dragon Age 2 came out in March. Yes. Mark of the Assassin DLC came out in like October. I think Legacy DLC came out in like June. Mm-hmm. Felicia Day was on Jimmy Kimmel in I mean, Jimmy February. Fallon. Sorry, Jimmy Fallon in February. Before Dragon Age 2, the base game even came out. So, so she was promoting the movie. She was promoting Dragon Age Redemption and I think the DLC before so was, Dragon before Age 2 even ge- came out. That's okay. That doesn't make any sense. But she was on <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, you said? Yes. That makes more sense. Why? And I'll tell you why. I don't even uh, know the difference. Jimmy Fallon has more video gamey segments. So I think he's more big with the video game scene. I guess. Uh, while Jimmy Kimmel is more of just, I'm a comedian. I, I just, I don't like the late night talk shows personally. I feel like it's always awkward when they have a guest because I feel like the audience doesn't laugh for the guests unless like the host directs them to, you know That's, what I mean? It's always like the audience laughs hysterically whenever the host says something. Mm-hmm. And if the guest dares make a joke, like <laughs> no one laughs. No, no one laughs. Unless the, the host validates it with some sort of response. And they're like, ah, it's like, that wasn't even funny. The original it, joke it, was funnier. Oh, it's like, and they always have their own little like Jimmy Kimmel's like a comic book. Well, not he's not a comic book nerd, but he's like, I'm funny, but I'm also touching. Jimmy Fallon's not funny. Oh, Jimmy Fallon. No, I do. Oh, I hate him. I despise him. I mean, okay, I'm sure he's a fine person, but yeah, yeah. I don't he's like his nice enter- the entertainment he tries to give me. <laughs> uh, no, no one right now has a good late time show. Uh, not- Is Kimmel the one that laughed at Fergie while she sang the anthem? Kimmel? Yeah. Kimmel's the one who's the one who forces parents to steal the candy from their children on Halloween. 
Anyway, yeah. uh, we, we anyway. To, so point is, yes, Felicia Day is not here. She's not here. Not this today. is, you know what this, you know what this DLC feels like. It feels like uh, a special episode released right before a big uh, event of the show. Like, like Which not spe- like like after like let's this say the, the like season two has ended of Dragon Age. Yes, and we're we're about to hit season three. However, okay. uh, a little web short is released <laughs> right before the premiere of season three okay. that will tie into season three in some sort of way yes this is sort of an interquill more than like a dlc for dragon age 2 yeah um, this is like a it's like mini awakening the very mini. i, I would say this is more like witch hunt yeah yeah that's more except that a... witch hunt did not lead into dragon age 2 <laughs> it did not because like nothing from besides the alluvian I don't know where the fuck just Mori being is. an item there, like, yeah, present, <laughs> yeah, and just saying that change is coming. There was the change, the the mage Templar fight. I don't know if that's what she was. Implying. I feel like that would be a weird thing. It was a weird thing. Like, why the up. fuck are you leaving then? <laughs> and why why are you leaving Ferelden if this problem's only Kirkwall? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, we sit down. To play this legacy DLC and play with the PS3 for the last time. We're here, the three of us, me, Brandon, and the Quesadilla. <laughs> and the brick wall we built between us. <laughs> this is emotional. This is the last time we're playing this fucking game. This is our last chance to be Talia. This is our last chance to be Talia. This is our last chance with garbage. What do you mean garbage? The PlayStation 3. Oh, I'm like, I thought you meant Dragon Age 2. Oh no, with garbage of PlayStation 3. I I know, I, I am very mean to the PlayStation 3. It was a great console when I had it. However, when I did have it, I rarely played with it. So maybe it was garbage uh, all along. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm happy with our time with it. We made great use out of such an obsolete system. <laughs> but now uh, it's time for the swan song. The Hawk song. If you were a system that lost to the Wii, maybe you weren't that great. <laughs> a system so archaic <laughs> that no other console has ever been able to be compatible with its games. <laughs> so I actually learned yesterday after we played that Mark of the Assassin came out after this one. Mm-hmm. And imagine if that's how we closed off Dragon Age 2. Like, it's just, <laughs> just with a random, like, nothing to do with anything <laughs> Story mission. Line. That's just so proud of Felicia Day. <laughs> do you, Where's my head? Wait a minute. Now think about, is this the room that the interrogation's going on in? That's actually a very good question. <laughs> it could be. This might be the room. It could be. But there's no fireplace. Maybe it's on the top part. Maybe. And you turn out the lights. Is there a sky? <gasps> I'm like, is there a skylight? And then I look up, and there's a skylight right there. This is the room. This is the. This, this is, is the room. The and you know, it makes sense. From. It makes sense too because it's. And this is where he sits. This is where and the, this is where the mementos are. Uh, so this is where this is the room of memories. The room melody of memories. So we enter this uh, this DLC room. It's the same room from last time where yes. you have all the statues and it's a uh, memento of Mark of the Assassin and all that. It, it's, uh, yeah, so it's like the little study. Yes. Uh, with all books. This is the, the story room. This is this the story is. room. This is, that's why there's books. Yeah, that's why there's books. And that is why uh, it is the room that Varric tells his story. It has to be because it has the skylight. It has the skylight and... 
I mean, what other fucking room is there in this mansion? For for a high town estate, this doesn't have that many rooms. No, but I think a lot of the doors are closed off from mm. us. Although, I, I mean, still though, like the entrance is so close to the bedroom. Yes, it's, it's it's really uncomfortable. This is like a really weird, like this is not a mansion where you could have an Annie uh, sing and dance number. Uh, no, the, the number would be like, d- like one minute. <laughs> I think I'm gonna like it. And it's like, you've already seen the whole thing. <laughs> it's like a minute, it's like, you want to go to bed? Here's the, here's the study. That's it. We have fireplace. <laughs> it's just like the most boring. <laughs> it's like the most boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's like it was better than the orphanage i was in <laughs> you know thank god at least here's something that the new annie did a lot better than the original or older ones or whatever you want to call it is that they the the whole glamorization of their lifestyle wasn't built upon the like servitude of other people also the money that um daddy warbucks or whatever his new name is in the new uh-huh. Annie, uh he does not get it from war as how it is implied in the original one that he sells weapons, right? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, but excuse me, those servants and Annie—they were happy, they were well off. Manny, that's not an excuse. It's they like, were... look at these fictional servants; they're so happy to they be in the, the bottom they class. There. They just come in, they clean the house, they cook, and they leave. But yeah, but it's just—it's just—it never sat right with me that Annie is just so excited to be served. By these people that are just beneath her. Even <laughs> even though she just came from like from nothing. And now it's like, now people get to serve me. It's like, well, shouldn't you have compassion? Like, I was like, when she shows up and she's like, oh, I'm going to start, you know, mopping the floors. Like, oh, no, 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 Annie. <laughs> Becky does that for us. <laughs> oh, God. So like, I, like, meanwhile, in the new one, it's just like, we have a soda stream. Like, it's just... <laughs> Oh my god. But uh yeah, but uh, it's very exciting to finally have an idea of where these interrogations are actually happening. We interact with our memento of legacy. It's like a statue that looks um it looks kind of like a hawk. It looks like a bird. Yes, it looks like a hawk. I've just realized, you know what these statues remind me of? Um What? If anyone has ever seen The Never-Ending Story, I have um, not. Oh, there's these two statues that the 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 hero has to walk across. Uh, okay. that shoots laser beams and kills people oh. as, um, and like it's a little traps? boy, it's a little child that does this. Um, <laughs> and they have big titties. Um, <laughs> why they have big titties. It's a children's film, exposed breasts <laughs> on these statues. <laughs> um, and they're like kind of Griffin, like they're like lady faces, but with wings. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, their PG really went a long fucking way in the '80s." But we start our DLC, and we get an interrogation with Cassandra and Varric, where she asks about this event. Oh my! God, I have a I'm report excited. you might find interesting. It tells of a chasm in the Vinmark Mountains and a secret that was said to be buried within. Vinmark. Yet Mountains. when the Chantry went to investigate. They were turned away by the Grey Wardens. And why would I find that interesting? Because the champion was there. 
Jeez, get your finger out of my face. Because <laughs> <laughs> the champion was there! I didn't think you'd be interested. Just some business with Hawk's family. A, a few carded dwarves who went too far. <sighs> You're not going to believe me. I'll take my chances. So this is just a really brief intro. Cassandra's just like, what happened here? The Grey Wardens <laughs> didn't let us find out. And for some reason, the champion was there. My God, she just seems very angry. At every- like, she did not get any information. <laughs> before this it's just like, like last I, time where last time where she's like you're wasting my time tell me about this unrelated thing <laughs> and it's just like i'm just imagining parents like why why do you need this it doesn't make it like you don't need this like stop interrupting me trust me i'm giving you all the information you need i'm trying to tell a story and you're interrupting me and now the story feels disjointed <laughs> And then at whatever point she keeps doing this, like, Varric's just like, fine, you know what? Fine, I'll tell you about it. And it's <laughs> totally just, like, inconsequential. <laughs> but we enter into a scene where we go to the Vimark Mountains, our party of Bethany, Aveline, and Anders, escorted by Varric. Oh, there it is. mountains? Oh, he brought us That's here? That's where these dwarves are. These are Carter dwarves, so they're more criminals and smugglers than anything else. I don't know why they'd attack you. <laughs> they snuck into the warden keep at Hansburg to get at me. <laughs> don't feel left out. They've been trying to kill me for several days now. Couldn't tell me so, is that why Bethany's here? Because strange. we're both targets of these dwarves? I guess. Is that like the explanation? As far as my contacts in the Carter know, they shouldn't be here. Mm. There shouldn't even be a here. Well, this place is mean? invisible. A big mm. blind spot on the map. Oh. It's invisible. This is where the invisible sisters meet. Does it matter? We just need them to stop trying to kill us. Point. <laughs> so, what's the I just plan? want them to not kill me. <laughs> so, we basically learn here that the whole reason we're here is because the Carta dwarves have been attacking Talia and Bethany randomly. <laughs> just at random points of the day. <laughs> She just goes, gets groceries. They hit her over the head with a rock. Damn I, it! I'm not. I like I, at this point. I don't know why I'm imagining just like not trying to kill her, but just to harm them in minuscule <laughs> ways, like tripping them, like little practical <laughs> jokes. <laughs> it's like we're gonna fucking kill these bastards. I've been tripped five times today. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna end up learning that this isn't like a huge spoiler, but we're gonna end up learning that they want their blood. So, so it kind of makes just, sense that it's just minor injuries. Like, they just want you to bleed a little bit. And they just want to get, like, a little vial. <laughs> and Hawk is like, thank God I keep a package of Band-Aids on me at all times. And it's just, uh, and then, like, she As soon as I put the Band-Aid off. on, they back off. And they're like, damn it, she covered the blood again. And she's like, oh, what is this? What is this? This one has Hello Kitty on it. That's it right on her arm. <laughs> we'll get you, Hawk. And then, like, uh, Meredith comes to Hawk's estate and be like, Champion, can you explain why all the band-aids in the market have been stolen? <laughs> and that's the day she goes to, 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 to confront the Carter. It's like, is it because the blood mages want all the blood in the city to be exposed? I know it, and I need you to find them. It's like, okay. okay. No, I just, I just keep bleeding all day. Someone keeps hitting me with rocks. Is it a blood mage? Using magic to hit you. It's probably your filthy boyfriend. 
<laughs> there shouldn't even be a here, Varric says, and uh, maybe we should describe the area we're at. Yes, yeah, so we're in like a desert, rock. it's like a rocky desert. It's not like, you know, beautiful sand. It looks like um, it looks like it used to be like fraught with life, and then global <laughs> warming, climate change happened, and here we are. Yeah, um, it's like um, I compare it like uh, like the Grand Canyon. Yes, except or the not Pride Lands or the Pride Lands from uh, Lion the, like, King, <laughs> like the uh, Elephant Graveyard, or like well, no, not Pride Lands from Lion King, Pride Lands from Kingdom Hearts Two. <laughs> okay, when you're run- when you're going in between the. When you're like running and jumping between the rocks as a lion, yes, that's that's <laughs> that's what this reminds me of. Or um, in Super Smash Brothers Brawl, the Mario level that uh, resembles the first ever level of Mario, but it, now it's been deteriorated and destroyed, and everything's dying. Oh, I loved that part of Super uh, Smash Brothers, but uh, um, this is not going to be. The last Kingdom Hearts adjacent. This is. I'm pretty sure this is the episode that has the most pop culture references in it. There's a lot. I don't know. No, about but most, there's a but... there's a lot in this one. There's like <laughs> a, a a and a very obscure ones too. <laughs> I mentioned a '90s film about a seal. We'll we'll get there. <laughs> but point is, uh, we need to make our way through the desert and find the Carta Dwarves. Oh my god, look at this area. This looks like a de- this looks like the Pride Lands. I like this. We're already starting with a family mystery. Do you know the secrets of your father? He was a blood mage. Did you hear that? Both sisters, you're here together. You've come. Is he referring to you and me? This already sounds like a cult. Everyone, it's the children of Malcolm Hawk. <laughs> it is about his dad. Her dad. What does my father have to do with this? It began with him and ends with you. Blood for blood, that's what we were told. What do you people want? Yeah, we came here because you were trying to fucking kill us. I came here to find out why the Carter has attacked me. For the blood, we must have it. Manny, you don't mean my it has to do with her dad. It has to do with blood. Corypheus will walk in the sun once more. So it looks like uh, the Carter are looking for the descendants of Malcolm Hawk, which is who's our daddy. Yes, us He's and Bethany. Th- us which and is a Bethany. good reasoning for why Bethany is here. It's like yeah. they're trying to kill her too, or take her blood. And she's just she's had it. She's tripped too many times. <laughs> Clearly, like it feel, the the title legacy already makes sense. We're True. already hearing about the family. Yeah, and, and Beric said family time, drama. Honestly, that our father as a character really has a significant role he's been mentioned here and there but it's just like oh he's just our dad daddy it's like a disney movie like how he Uh, ran away with leandra but it's always been like leandra is really the main person we care about yeah but like now now, it's like like, oh there was a like a significant relationship with their father and this is also interesting it's an interesting point to bring it in because it's the dlc so mm-hmm. this is kind of where you take the additional like side questions and just ask like, well, what about their father? Yeah, and and what I'm interested in is well, throughout this, their father was a mage. We knew that before even playing this, right? The father was a mage, and there's you know Bethany's a mage, uh-huh. so there's probably some interesting storyline there. Uh-huh. I would like to see how that would have been reflected if Carver were still alive. 
I'm interested in, I'm kind of interested in how the father son relationship of Carver and Malcolm was. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's an answer I have, but (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. Maybe it's just less of a note to say, but anyway, um, we have to fight these dwarves and they say, Corypheus will walk in the sun once more. Whoever that is, (laughs) we'll find out by the end of this, but we continue to explore the mountains and this deserty area. We eventually make it to like a dungeon looking area. Um, but we have to explore and and find our Carta leader. I don't know, but this feels a lot more calmer. We don't have Christmas elves yet. 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 No, this is uh, summer. This is 4th of July. <laughs> the 4th of July. <laughs> no, this is Father's Day. I can't read. Are we in fucking, like, Nevada? I get all the way over there. Are we in Nevada? This is this Nevada. This shouldn't appear on the map. It's in a different world. Because there's like a mining facility in the middle of fucking Nevada. I want to like make use of switching between characters more. Oh yeah, because I did that in um, Final Fantasy VII, and it was so fun to like switch up who you oh, are. Oh, it was. I loved playing as uh, Tifa. Yeah. So now it's like, look, I get I get to switch and be Bethany depending on like how I'm feeling. I feel like we should make use of that more. Oh my god, I am ready to fucking play Final Fantasy fifteen. Really? You're going to give it another go? I'm going to give it another go. I think because, you know, I, I've played... It's free. I played a Final Fantasy game now. And you enjoyed it. And I very much enjoyed it. Um, the only thing is that I like the world of Final Fantasy VII more. It's more interesting. Oh, for sure. Me too. Exactly. We ah. have such a rogues gallery in our mind that, like, <laughs> doesn't actually exist. <laughs> I wish it did, though. <laughs> You're outnumbered, mother. Am I? Am I? She has help. Patrice. <laughs> <laughs> I always come back to Patrice being such a bigger villain than she than she actually was. She's so, like, she's so inept. Like, I don't think she's ever done a successful plan. <laughs> and yet we always see her as being such a force. <laughs> Sorry, we, we have a letter here. Oh, the capture of the hawk. We've learned that Bethany Hawk is with the Grey Wardens. Search all the free marches if you must. The blood of the of Malcolm Hawk must remain pure. The Great One demands this of you. In the name of the Master Corypheus, may he see sunlight again. So Corypheus, apparently the people love him. And he's trapped underground, apparently. You know, I'm enjoying this mystery. It feels more relevant. Yeah, because I feel connected to the story. Like, the other one was like, guest star Felicia Day brings your favorite girls on a wacky adventure. <laughs> was this the Disney Channel? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's that so sweet life of Talia and <laughs> <laughs> I loved those quotes. That's so sweet life of Hannah Montana. And they had like something, on, something deck on deck with Hannah Montana. Only she that got was, fucking top billing. That was fucking lazy. Wizards on deck with Hannah Montana. Oh Mixed shit, it. they're mages here? Oh shit. This is the Coterie Alchemist. What, do they hire you? <laughs> yeah. He's dressed like a Tevinter person, too. This is Tevinter. Look, it's all... Com- Everyone loves this Corypheus. Maybe we should love Corypheus. I love Corypheus. Have my blood. I do not know why I cannot get past this idea of the, the famous rogues gallery of Dragon Age. <laughs> and why they're all female villains. 
It's only the females, because those are only the ones that stick with you. Even um, Tim Curry himself doesn't stick with you as much as Sister Patrice, of all people. Because, okay, Tim Curry, I feel like his character in Dragon Age wasn't Tim Curry enough. Uh Uh-huh. I feel like he was very, um, he wasn't over the top. If Tim Curry were a mage, Uh a crazy fucking mage, or a demon... That's the role Tim Curry should have been because then he yeah. can freaking ham it up like crazy. Right, he's not campy enough for me to ha- put him in our rogues gallery. While like <laughs> someone like Branca, who's not even magical, she's just insane, and <laughs> yes. um, the mother who's who is insane, and then Patrice, who is a conniving like villainess. I, I, to me, I don't know. To me, I think that the mother is my favorite of the three in terms of campiness. Oh, because she just the, her performance is just because I feel um, like the the uh, Branca and Patrice get a lot from like what we put onto well, them, whereas true. the mother is all on her own that way. <laughs> the mother in the text is how we envision her. Yeah, she just like flails around like ah. <laughs> <laughs> While like Branca and Patrice are like just uh we imagine this like different per like it's an addition to what their actual personality is. Yeah, it's kinda like how you always want Meredith to be pregnant with <laughs> with some sort of child in the Hawk family. <laughs> and she always comes off as like uh like a younger woman than she actually is. Uh but as we fight through this place, we eventually make it to a man named Radigan who is the Carta leader, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about Corypheus and attack us himself. That was they an interesting sound effect. And look, you brought the whole family. How generous. Corypheus, we have done Uh-oh. Command. It's doing the pre-boss battle zoom here. out. Uh-oh. You will see the surface once more. All right, we got to get the spell, guys. And there we go. Our first Kingdom Hearts reference. Yes, uh, for anyone who isn't familiar, that uh, Manny sang, like, the Kingdom Hearts battle music. Battle music. And um, also, it also comes across because Radigan yes. is, uh, is a Disney villain as well. <laughs> right, from well, what again? The Great Mouse Detective. He's the yes. world's greatest criminal mind. So is that why it's it's rat? Is that why his name has rat in it? Yes. Well, no. Great see, mouse he, detective. He considers himself a mouse, but so he's a rat. When, but he's a rat. And when anyone calls him a rat, he gets so pissed off. <laughs> Someone goes like, "Radigan, the world's greatest rat," and then was like, <gasps> and it's like, "Who called me that? I am not a mouse, a rat. I'm a very big mouse." <laughs> and then he feeds this. This boy, this man, this drunken mouse man, to his pet cat. Oh wow! Named Felicia. What? Yes, that's horrible. And and, and it goes like, oh Felicia, you're de- you're delectable, you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? It's basically Sherlock Holmes, but with mice. <laughs> right, but we we very successfully kill Radigan. I think he also has a Bronto. On his side. He does have a Bronto, uh, but not snug, so this Bronto's not special. No, it's a Bronto that we're we're totally fine killing, I guess. Bronto no name. But we very quickly get our next Kingdom Hearts reference, because there's this glowing item that he, like, has near him after we kill him. 
And then when we pick it up, it glows, joins our inventory, and it's called Hawk's Key. What happened? Hello, you've eradicated. Oh! What is this? What the hell? This is going to take me to Corypheus. What was that? It's a peepee. <laughs> it's a peepee. It's a peepee. Is that the hawk's key? This will take me to Corypheus. Was he a Horcrux? You've destroyed my servant. We're not going back Hello, now. Hawk. An impressive seal, whatever it is. I guess we should have seen that coming. Oh, point of no return. An impressive seal, that is. Oh, oh. <laughs> Look, it's balancing a ball. <laughs> we can't go that way. We'll ruin the performance. Guess there's only one way forward. I guess we're in the deep roads? Let's see. Oh, was this the deep road? This is much more. This is bright to be the deep road. Oh, wait. I thought this was a point of no return. Why can I change my party? So, Hawk has a keyblade. She does. She does. I don't know why I call it a PP. Um, though we did look back and I said it looked like one of those like artistic dildos. Yeah, yeah one of those that's like shaped like a monster. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so this is apparently a key. Um, to what? It doesn't look like I one. I don't know. I know what it's not a key for. It's not a key for the impressive seal that just blocked our path. <laughs> With the seal bouncing a ball. This is where I, I think I mentioned um, Andre while, while we were playing. Um, yes. Andre is a 90s film about either a sea lion or seal. I don't know which is which. Okay. Um, and uh, it's supposed to be a cute little movie for children about a sea, uh, a seal. Uh -huh. just comes to Massachusetts or something. <laughs> and um, it, it, then there's just drama. I remember they tried to kill the seal. And I remember, okay. I think someone's life was in danger. And then there was there was a lot of drama. I was like, this is not a film for children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sadly, we don't have a real seal here. We have a just like a magical seal. Um, <laughs> which, even though this item is called Hawk's Key, uh, it does not open that. But... We, we seem to have reached a point of no return. And even though it's a point of no return, there's still one of those horns that you'd mm -hmm. use to change your party. Yes. And it's like, how are we supposed to change our party? What, like, did, how are we going to send the other person back and then bring a new person in? It works like, um, again, Kingdom Hearts, where you've been playing with Donald Duck and Tarzan the entire time. But, but you, you hit a save point and you, you switch out... Uh, Goofy and Donald or whatever. Yes. <laughs> They've just always been there. <laughs> and uh, we see Darkspawn and we start to wonder if we're in the deep roads. Mm -hmm. So it's like deep jungle. Yes, it is like deep jungle. <laughs> the one world that will never come back. No. But this whole like switching out your party, we don't do it. But it reminds me of way back in Dragon Age Origins when we mm -hmm. first went to the Circle of Magi. Uh -huh. And they're like, once you're allowed in, you're not allowed out because they were demons. Uh -huh. And then Wynn joins our team and we switch her out for Morrigan. And we're just like, is Morrigan just going to wait by the door? <laughs> it's like, she's like, uh, like no, stay here until we come back. Okay. Like we, part, like we put her like on a leash, like a dog. <laughs>
<laughs> that's this has that same energy where it's just like, well, how are we supposed to switch our party? But apparently, they let us do it. Um, I think they let us do that last time we went to the Deep Roads too, or, or the first time we went to the Deep Roads and Origins too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, we eventually, like I said, we see that there are dark spawn. And then we make it to an area with, like, a sealed-off cage with a demon inside. Mm -hmm. And we're going to reach three of these, which is part of a side quest. And when you get to them, there's going to be, like, these, like, sigils on the wall that you have to activate, which releases the demon. And then it begins a side quest that involves our father. Um, And we make it to the first one of these at this point. Oh, no. Is that a Bronto Dwarf? Mix. Genlock. No, that's like a dark spawn. Genlocks did not look like that in Dragon Age Origins. No, they they look. They were just like shorter orcs. I'm gonna give everyone the elixir of purity. Oh, it's only for Talia. All right, but now for 30 minutes we do extra damage against dark spawn. Oh, nice. For 30 minutes? <laughs> yeah, and we have 26 of them, so uh, we are good to go. Mark of the Binder. I don't know if something fell from the sky, but like uh, I have a skylight in my room, and I heard like a like like a like a hard <laughs> thing hit it. I could do nothing about the warden's use of demons in this horrid place, but I will have no one say any magic of mine ever released one into the world. Is that is that my dad? Is it? I can almost swear it sounded like father, but how? <gasps> So this is where we first hear our father speak, um, and it's like a blue spirit, and he's like, uh, my magic will never be responsible for demons, and then they say, that's father's voice. <laughs> I just love little ghosts, little little ghosts <laughs> speaking. Do they not find this a little creepy? It's perfect for a Father's Day special. <laughs> where it's like, you hear the ghosts of your dad. Um, also... I do have something important to say. We do mention here that we're using these potions that we made at our house. It's called uh, Potion of Purity, I think. Mm-hmm. And only Katalia can use it, and it does extra damage to Darkspawn for 30 minutes after drinking it. Oh! Um, but, Manny, you know how some points in this DLC, Talia's eyes will glow? Is that why? Is Yeah, so there's going to be points later on where we're like, why are her eyes glowing? What's wrong with her? Like, something's <laughs> possessing her. It's because she's pure. But it's literally just like when you drink the potion, while like its effects are on, her eyes glow. Okay. And then if a cutscene begins after she had one of them, then like her eyes will glow at the start of the cutscene and then like fade. That's so weird. That's so So it's really just, that's the only reason. It probably was destroying, it was destroying Brandon because you know how much Brandon hates glitches. Brandon can't play cyberpunk. Yeah, I can't play Cyberpunk. I mean, everyone's talking about all the glitches, even if it's on like the PS5 and like high-end PS- PCs, like it's still running with glitches. I heard uh, I heard that the bodies will just drop like a rag doll sometimes, and that is too much for me. <laughs> I mean, I haven't personally come across the glitch yet. Thank God. Um um <laughs> it's been running fine. Uh I nothing bad has happened. But you're also not that far into it, right? I'm literally probably a good hour in. Oh, okay. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, things haven't opened up yet, and then it's really things where things can go wrong. Yeah, like right. Yes, I'm like just like for me, I'm just like I I don't know what the hype is all about. Like I've just been like going into conversation into conversation. When do I get into the juicy stuff here? I'm sure it'll come. When do you do, have you meet, met Keanu Reeves? I have not met Keanu Reeves yet. 
that's important. And I think I made a mistake. I think I'm, I made a mistake. I should not have uh, chosen Corpo. Um, <laughs> I, I've now realized that is not my personality. Oh. Um, one, so- one more glitch that I want to mention that I've heard from that game yes. before we keep going. I heard that sometimes when you like summon your car, someone said that every time they try to summon it, it summons like two at the same time. And then because it's one car dropping on top of another, they'll explode. So he said every time I summon my car, it explodes. Maybe the lesson here is take your time. No, it doesn't matter if you delay it over and over and over and over again. You take your time. Don't overwork your workers. Look at a fine game. Yeah. Look at Animal Crossing. Look at that. Look at any other games that don't have a time crunch. Look at Dragon don't- Age 4. Look at Dragon's Four. They're taking they, forever. They, they, we're lucky they acknowledge its existence, <laughs> let alone give you any sort of time window. From what, well, from what the announcement when it said just Dragon Age, you don't even know what the fucking name of the fourth one is. They're taking so slow that they haven't even <laughs> they don't come even up have with a title. Name. They don't even have a title. It's just Dragon Age, unless it's gonna be one of those like four, where they reboot it and it's like it's like the the name of the of this one, even though it's a sequel. It's just Dragon Age. It's just Dragon Age. It's like, it's like Tomb like Raider and God of War. Yeah. Where what like, if um? What if it's called? I I I kind of wish it was called Dragon Age Four, and that just all the even ones have numbers, and all the odd ones have subtitles. <laughs> and then it would just be pissing everyone off. It's like, so which one's Dragon Age Inquisition? Is that like the second one? Like, no, no that's the it's third the, one. The, which is the second one? Dragon Age. Dumb two. idiot. If it has a subtitle, obviously, that means it's an odd one. Like, imagine there was, like, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and then just Harry Potter 2. 2. And <laughs> Harry Potter, Potter the Prince of Azkaban. Harry Potter 4. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll do uh, Harry Potter um, and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, and then just Harry Potter 7.2. 7.5. 7.5. <laughs> But anyway, uh, we keep on going through this place. Uh, there's going to end up being some puzzles with these, like, seals of, with our daddy behind, or spirit. Um, but we keep on exploring. If this ends up being puzzles, I feel like I would prefer it over puzzles for the sake of it. Yeah. Oh, some... <gasps> what? Corypheus is a talking darkspawn. What? It says early wardens discovered that some darkspawn could think and speak and commanded potions or portions, portions of the horde even after the archdemon's death. And it says they studied the greatest of these creatures, one they call Corypheus. Corypheus, a lot of yeses. He's like an architect. He's um, like the architect in nature. My father, Corypheus. But still, what does this have to do with our dad? I don't think he was a Grey Warden. Your father was never a Grey Warden, but he was we best would have friends with one. We totally would have heard about it. Be like, I'm a Grey Warden now, like father. What What was with her eyes there? I don't know. The key. Did they find <laughs> <laughs> The key. At this point, we meet a new friend. Um, We don't have his name yet. Fr- friend might be a little <laughs> bit too... um. I would say uh, a stranger. We need a stranger. Yes, not we need a negative. Stranger. Not negative. Not all strangers are negative. They're just strangers. Actually, you know what? I just realized that the, the term strangers does carry a negative connotation because it has the word strange in it. But uh, this guy walks up and he's like, the key. 
<laughs> the key. You found the key. <laughs> and uh, we're going to find out he's a Grey Warden. And he's going to chat us up about the key and about Corypheus. You key. mean this? How is this a key? Magic. Oh, magic <laughs> it is. Like a keyboard. I came yeah, in here to find Corypheus. Do you know where or what he is? Do not say his that name. Was he will hear you. It's like Voldemort Do now. Do wake him. The door sealed behind us. Is there another exit? Like he knows how to get out of here. An exit. But didn't the Carter say it's this Corypheus who wants us? Won't you just keep coming after us? No way out when the walls stand. She wants to get this the done. The build <laughs> their prisons well. If the center holds, who cares what else is trapped? His mind is scrambled eggs, Hawk. He won't be able to help us. His mind is scrambled Hawk. eggs. Oh. You are the blood of the Hawk. Anders, I told you to stop calling me by my last name. Just call me Talia. We've been together for what, six yes. years? I you out. Trust me. I know the prison's secrets. The seals hold. I don't trust him because look at those eyes. Wait a minute. He's like. He's like those wardens that got captured by the architect and then they started working with him. Like Utha. Like Utha and her cute little poppy face. That's what he's like. And we learn a lot here. Yeah. Um, this guy um, does give us uh, Utha vibes. Yes. He, he like, when he walks up, he's all hunched. Yeah. And his eyes are, like, grayed out. Yeah. Well, unlike Utha, he's, like, um, he's on stage, the stage of Utha. Stage to become, like, an Utha. Yes. He's, because he's a little Utha- bit, he's, like, at Ruck. Yeah. Level. Ruck. Well, no, Ruck, Ruck is a little more incoherent. Okay, so I would say he's... Before Ruck, on the, on the spectrum, <laughs> like Utha's at the end, Ruck's in the middle, and then there's this guy. Yeah, where like uh, Utha's just like super fucking calm and obedient. Yeah, like Utha and Ruck is just speak. crazy. Utha is basically a very silent little puppy. Yes, who just a little does a little puppy face like, oh Utha. <laughs> like, <laughs> the architect is always just like, it's like when the character. Uh, has like a pet that looks at them and th- it's like a whole complex sentence. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, I know I need to help them, but <laughs> that's like what uh, the architect has with Utha. Like, like it's always a villain though. It's always, well, not like like an anti-hero. It's like, it's like, what do you expect me to do? Save the town. And like, it's like the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Phineas and Ferb. With with what? Perry the Platypus? No, Ferb. Oh, Ferb, because he only speaks like a couple of words. Yeah, stare. like he'll just look and he's like, that's an excellent idea or whatever. <laughs> like I'm just, like every time, I, I that's the one memory from, uh, besides the mother from Awakening that I just can't get out of my mind is the image of Utha staring at the architect <laughs> as the architect is like speaking like like he's sad and Utha just goes like <laughs> like mm. turns to mm. thank you Utha <laughs> <laughs> um but yes we we learn that uh he knows all about Corypheus we gotta unlock seals in order to progress down and we're like how do we get out of here and he's like the only way is down through the key <laughs> And so now we're on an adventure. We need to unlock these seals in order to progress. And we might as well just explain how this is going to work. Um, there's going to be three different seals all on a different floor of this place. Yes. And when you get to a seal, 
like it, you have to interact with it and a guardian pops up which is like a it's like a pride demon but it's on fire yeah um and then when you beat them you get to un- upgrade hawk's key which is the weapon that we're holding it really is a keyblade because we're using it to <laughs> attack people but the first seal is actually like literally right in front of where we talk to him and so <laughs> that's the first one we're going to interact with uh and fight the guy and upgrade our weapon Oh my god. Alright, time to take this keyblade and unlock the keyhole. The champion has found the keyblade. <laughs> Don't bother. It'll take her Are these the villains? <laughs> the Disney. <laughs> uh-huh. Looks like they're following that crazy man instead. <laughs> Why don't we turn him into a heartless? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm to... Is this the seal? That was close. I'm just imagining a seal. Oh my god. Oh my god. I was like, what the, wrong, what the hell's wrong? And then all of a sudden, this I, fucking demon. That wasn't what I expected. I thought it was going to be like a cutscene. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. To upgrade Malcolm Hawk's key, target one of the four pillars. The pillar of electricity damage. The pillar of natural damage. The pillar of fire damage. And the pillar of cold damage. What do we want? What do we want? What do you want? You've chosen the power of the wis- of the wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Is you care for your friends. <laughs> Is this truly the power you see? All this talk about my blood is a little creepy. Are you at least planning to tell me your name? Is this all we know? So long since I've said my name. Larius. Do we know Larius? Larius. My name's Larius. There was a, a title too. Commander. Commander. Commander of the Grey. This really is just the Kingdom Hearts episode. <laughs> With the amount of references I did. I just did a whole freaking Disney villain <laughs> scene. If anyone's ever played uh, the first one at least. Yeah. Uh, the when all the the Disney villains are introduced in like darkness, like you can't da- see their identities, but Which you hear so their super weird. distinct voice. Like you, like do you fucking like like it's a fucking mystery. Like oh, who are these characters? Like how? What do you mean? <laughs> we know exactly who these bastards are. We bought this game because it had Disney characters in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we do the first one. Lorias finally introduces his name. He is Lorias. This is our warden friend. Mm-hmm. But uh, he also reveals to us that our dad, we're finally finding his piece in the mystery, he is the mage that set the seal to trap Corypheus. So this is recent. This Well, like within the last, I would say, 30 years. Right. I think that it is. I think they do eventually confirm that it's 30 years. Oh, wow. I was yeah. right. <laughs> We could talk about it when they officially confirm it, but we might as well talk about it now. Yeah. If it was 30 years ago, is it 30 years ago, no matter which act we do this mission in? That's true. That is true. I'm going to use the logic of the Bible. <laughs> that the sound regardless, logic of how, there is. regardless of how many years it's been, technically, mm-hmm. um, Jesus was always 2,000 years ago. It could be literally 50 years from now. It'll be Jesus was around t- the Bible 2,000 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> they never change the, the, uh, the amount of years. It's always 2,000 years. 
Even in like the 1800s? Even the, even the 1800s, like it was 2000. Well, they probably said a thousand. I think once the new millennium started, they just stopped counting. But yeah, uh, so let's say it's Act 3 right now. Yeah. This happened 30 years ago. That means Talia is 30 at the end of the game. If we do this in Act 1, that means that Talia is 37 at the end of the game. That's a big difference. She's at the end of her... She's about to be in her 40s. I I mean, I assume if you do this in Act 1, because we're going to find out that this happened while Leandra was pregnant. Oh, this is crazy. So, like, so how old is she then? Is she 30 or is she 37? I will say that since it happened at the time that it happened, she's 30 by the end of the game. That's that's what makes most sense to me. Yeah. Both because that's when we did this mission, but also because I think that's the age that Talia was written as in her mannerisms and dialogue and all that. And also, let's not forget that Wynne was like 45 and she was like, I'm dying tomorrow or something like that. I'm pretty Wait, sure she was pretty young. No, she's not 45. I'm pretty sure she's like she's surprisingly not young. She's 45. That I'm woman sure. was at, at least 72. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. 45? Um, How old is Alistair? Fucking 12? <laughs> no, Alistair's like 21. And what happens in the 20 years of aging? Just like supreme aging <laughs> it's, just, it's just so quick Hold is she let, cursed it says she was born in 881 and dragon age origins occurs 92 wait what no 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 sorry 931 so what's 931 minus 881 oh no she's 50 even that's okay. still that's still a little young to be like I'm I'm dying any well they they're they're in the uh in the medieval olden days no they're not Manny yes they are this is a fantasy world this is not medieval times this is medieval times Flemeth is like five hundred and because she's magical <laughs> and she so doesn't she go from body to body wind doesn't go body to body but she does have a spirit inside of her. That's true. The spirit as, is probably as all easy. healers should. Well, you know what? She could be fifty, and you know why? Because that bitch was lying the entire time. <laughs> because when I saw her in Awakening, she was stri- <laughs> She was. She looked like she was ready to go to CrossFit. She was. Like, <laughs> let's go on a race. Let's go on a race. I can't wait to race. Like I thought you were dying. <laughs> but when did I say that? Why would I be dying? I, I feel better than ever. She just didn't want to keep uh, walking, so she just fainted. <laughs> she pretended to faint. <laughs> I'm like, so Wind, tired. Wind, you've come with us here. It's like, oh, I just don't know. I just it's my don't. old bones. Like, like we go somewhere that just she just doesn't like. <laughs> like, I old- never liked the elven forest. I have just my old bones won't allow me to trek through. I'll just. I, what if I, I I fall and break my hip? <laughs> <laughs> Point is, our dad set the seal, um, <laughs> and we continue through the dungeon because we still have two more seals to get through. Um, but we have a little bit more info to ponder. So, in the book, uh-huh. which one was the one with the calling? Oh, the, wait, the book was called the calling. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can level up people. Wasn't there? And, wasn't uh, it about someone who? Um, the taint lived with the taint or was immune to the taint. Wasn't there a character who who had the taint but didn't suffer the calling? I didn't they get like rings or something that made them immune to it? I don't know. Cause remember there was the mage guy 
who was like, here, take this equipment in the deep roads with you? Or did it make them go through the calling fat? I don't know. There was, there was wasn't something there that accelerated the a female the character who did not suffer through the call? Fiona? Fiona, yes. That's Alistair's mom, but I don't think she... I don't know. I have to refreshen up on that. But yeah, I do remember in that book, there was someone who was like trapped in the deep roads, and they were feeling the calling, and... But I'm pretty sure that's not him. Okay. Because I don't think his name was Larius. And he was also a prisoner of the architect. This is the like, Corpheus. This is someone who's in prison. Oh, stop. Put that down. Put that down. Stop it. He's an alpha genlock. Soon you're going to be a uh, beta, omega. I don't know. Oh, my. <laughs> you might be alpha, but I'm the Kai. What? Some call it key, but it's all the same. Oh, my God, Brad. It's happening, your majesty. Now, sir. <laughs> God, like, fucking... I don't know why that scene, Mickey sounds like like a religious zealot. <laughs> like, don't worry. There'll always be a door to the light. <laughs> like, he's trying to convert you. He's trying to convert me. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I thought that said Casper. <laughs> Casper. Casper, hi. Do you not want to follow Corypheus? Finally, a friendly ghost. He's the reason I'm dead. How did Casper die? Uh, in the movie, uh, he had pneumonia. Oh. Like, he, oh, there's the other one. It's, it's actually a really sad scene. It's like, do you remember how, like, it's really for a kid's movie, really dark. Like, he goes, it's like, how did dying feel, Casper? <laughs> how did dying feel, and she's like, It was like being born, but in reverse. So, sorry, why are there demons? Oh, profane! The profane! Welcome you back! Made this really is a sweet life of whatever. And a sweet life. That's, That's a, sweet a sweet life. That's a sweet life of Pan Montana. My magic will serve that which is best in me, not that which is most base. That's what father used to teach me. Talia, why do you make people ice cream sandwiches? Reminds me of father. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the flashback of them as children. And he's like, Talia, ice cream sandwich. Thank you, father. <laughs> <laughs> They always say the ice cream sandwich is the most uh, confusing of desserts. I've bought our freedom, uh, Leandro. Oh, why? We can go home now. Us and the baby will be together. I hope it takes after you, love. That's me. I would wish this magic on no one. May they never learn what I've done here. <gasps> she knew? He was uh -oh. talking about you. Mother must have been pregnant with you when they left Kirkwall. He didn't want to pass magic to a child. And then he had me. <gasps> He'd hate what I've become. Don't say that. Oh my god, he, he would be proud. He'd be proud. What you've become is a lot more impressive than what you almost became. Which was dead. Look at the horrors around okay, us. Okay, I guess that's one thing to say. Sometimes dead is preferable. Father didn't believe <gasps> that. Oh. Neither do you. Not Bethany. really. I'm not sure what I believe anymore. I endure because I can. But is this what I want? Bethany, father would want us to keep faith. Yes. It all has meaning. If we can't see it yet, that doesn't mean it's not there. I feel like she I wouldn't see. be jokey with her sister must have asked the same in this kind of situation. And I won't be the last who doubts. After mother, I need a thread to my old life so I can think clearly about this. Not these whispers. 
Whatever has passed between us, you're my connection. Here we get a very touching, sad scene with Bethany. Yeah, it's um already different feeling compared to Mark of the Assassin. Um, oh, completely. This, this one feels more tied to the characters, feels more emotional yeah, uh, and deep. While Mark of the Assassin's like, here's a fun romp starring special guest star Felicia Day. And this is like, we're uncovering like mysteries. Right. The, and like, the and no- relevant information to the characters as exactly. opposed to just like relevant information about Felicia Day. Yeah. <laughs> like we're learning about Bethany instead of someone we just met. Exactly. Like I, okay. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, did the web series come out before the DLC? Uh, I think it might have come out after. Okay. If so... I I think it came out the same month. Like, basically the same time. Okay, because then I guess that kind of makes sense. And I'll tell you why. Let's say the people watched... I've never watched the web series. I haven't watched it yet. So I'm assuming that if people already watched the web series, it's multiple episodes with this one character, Felicia Day. Uh Uh-huh. They probably already got attached to Felicia Day's character. So there's no need to set up anything. I don't know. I was was told by our friends, (laughs) (laughs) the listeners to the podcast, because I asked, like, should we watch first or play first? And they said you should play first so that you give a shit about uh, Felicia Day. Really? So, like, it made it sound like it's preferred to play first because if you play... Like, if you watch first, then it's like, why am I even watching this? But I don't know. I feel like there was something missing. Like, when I was when while I was watching you play Mark of the Assassin, uh-huh. I was assuming that, like, oh, I'll find out more information about her. Like, this will tie in when I watch the thing. <laughs> like, it's going to show, like, oh, she joined the Kune in the, in the show. But also, like, if the show, I assume the show is going to show stuff about her Kunari-ness. Mm-hmm why would that be a twist in the game if you were supposed to watch the show? That is also true. I mean, it could be like Star Wars. Episode 1, 2, and 3 already show that Darth Vader is Luke's father. So that twist is kind of ruined by the time you get to episode 5, if you're watching them in order. But do you know who he is? Do you know that he's Darth Vader? Uh, yes. Oh. If but, you uh, watch- but still, it's like, a, it's like an origin story. Yeah. So this like an origin story. It, Although, it, I don't know which comes first. Yeah, I want to know, is the show an origin story for Talus? That's my guess. Okay. But I don't know. We haven't seen it yet. <laughs> While we chat about this, this whole, like, this conversation with Bethany, she's saying, you know, she thinks her father's disappointed in her, and we kind of reassure her in a weirdly religious way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because, like, <laughs> Talia, this is, like, the only time, like, Talia's kind of religious. Um, she, she's like, always, oh, everything our, has a purpose under the yeah. maker. I don't think she says under the maker, but yeah. she does say, uh, like in our minds, we we envision Talia as being agnostic. I would say of the characters, like Stevan is probably the most devout, yeah, of the uh, like religious person, and then Viana right. is just like a your every. She's probably just like I'm religious. Like she goes, she goes to mass yeah. on Christmas. I mean, she's also an elf. Yeah. So like she, there's just so much elven lore to know. She's probably just like, yeah, it's there. Like I believe it. Like it's yeah, fine. It's fine. But she doesn't really engage. While uh, Talia's more of an agnostic. Like I don't know what's there. Like something's out there. So maybe that's what she means. Like everything has a purpose. Yeah. And I then don't know be, whose purpose, uh, but it's there. Dragon Age Inquisition, where we have a total atheist. 
Um, <laughs> uh, shows up like your maker is fake. Your elven people are fake. <laughs> Gods are fake. Nothing happens when you die. <laughs> Just like aggressively. Super aggressive. He's like, uh, we're, we're going to make the uh, the professor from God's Not Dead. Oh. <laughs> but uh, this is a very nice conversation. We leave it feeling even more close to Bethany. And I am trying to see how this goes with Carver. And I, I honestly, it, I'm not seeing too much info about how the conver- conversation goes. Yeah. It's just like, there's there's some conversation that you can have with him if he is a Templar well, to ask like, why did you become a Templar? And But uh, I'm not well, really I'm sure wondering, how that goes, honestly. So Carver, you get Carver if Talia, well, if your main character is a mage. If your main character is a mage, then you get Carver. Yeah. Okay. So then it'll probably just be reversed. It'll probably be like the same kind oh. of relationship that Talia has uh, with her Because it's like, oh, and you did end up being a mage. Yeah. And if it's Bethany, it's like, oh, well, you are a mage. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then if if they're dead or not there, then it'll probably just talk about, like, Bethany or... Yeah, because let, let's not forget that no matter who's alive, someone has to be a mage. One of the children have to be a mage. But with that being said, we continue on uh, exploring, learning more about Corypheus after having our emotional Bethany scene. Wow. That was so sad. That was a very, very deep emotional scene. One of the deep emotional scenes of this game. I feel like this is a much better DLC because I feel the drama. I feel... Oh, for sure. I feel... And I'm very invested to I'm, find out I'm invested what's, what, what's happening. And, oh, that was so sad. But she literally said, like, my dad taught me those words about magic. So he would be proud of you because he, like taught you he knew you as a mage and taught you exactly the, the values that he has this is beautiful this is beautiful beauty Am I going the right way um how do we get in here <laughs> bethany get back bethany stop doing that honey you're fringe you're not up close daddy wouldn't be proud of that daddy would say That's daddy always my- said attack from afar Larius, what the fuck are you doing here? Are you talking about Corypheus? He calls like an old god. He mimics their cry. Can the rest of you hear him? <laughs> I figured it was just me. He calls not them warning, to free so no. him. More than darkspawn. More than human. More he than thinks. Human. He talks. He pierces the veil. Such a darkspawn. Oh. The ones call them awakened. We have only seen them once. We get another conversation with Larias, and we hear that Corypheus can mimic the calling like an old god. And I think uh, the architect also had this power, right? I think so, yes. Because his prisoners would feel the calling happening yeah. to them. Yes. Yeah, so this is kind of... Um, They're very similar. Is- the architect and Corypheus, by the sounds of it. Right. They clearly have, like, the same nature to them. Yeah. Bethany gives us some insight about, like, they're awakened. Which I thought I never heard that term used, but it was apparently used during awakening. I was like, oh, is that why it was called awakening? But no. 
Uh, well, yes. I mean, it, but that is why it's it called is. Awakening, but I'm it pretty is. sure they mentioned that. Yeah. In Awakening. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm... we go through our own version of the joining and it's our awakening. Yeah. And they get to learn. They, they know how to speak and think and get feelings. And, and fall in love. And fall in love. And that's why there's going to be a, a Darkspawn love story. It's going to be a oh great one in the Darkspawn. There's going to be a Darkspawn love interest in the next game. Oh, God. <laughs> Imagine. I love you. Oh, my God. Clerch. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Clerch? His name is Clerch. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the most <laughs> disgusting name. <laughs> He's like, Clerch, there's no one I'd rather be than beside you. He's just like Uh-oh. deteriorating. But there's just love there. It's like the Andrea and... Um, and Curtis. And Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> and we continue yet again. We're really entering like progressively more Deep Roads-like areas. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we eventually get to an area with like those deep stalkers, this sort of like reptilian. Yeah, where uh, it's like uh, they the they look like the um, like yeah, like these little reptiles that look like the little things that uh, ate that child in Jurassic Park too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, Jules. My God, how many more of you disgusting reptiles are there? That's me in the reptile house. <laughs> How many more of you disgusting? You're at like the zoo. <laughs> like oh, like I turned another corner. Oh my god. You're dead. Now we get to gang up on you. Oh my god. Whoever fucking thinks snakes are cute needs to really just think. Why did you just see someone calling a snake cute? No, it's just I'm looking at pictures of them and they are just disgusting. Oh, you know what? This one's kind of cute. <laughs> it's but, see? but 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 probably... Oh, see, look, this one looks happy! Oh, you know what? That one's adorable. And the, Look at that. And the title, Snake Suffered After Frog Killing Fungus Wiped Out Their <laughs> So adorable. Look at them. It's so happy. Spiders and dinosaurs. dinos and Roblox and chickens. I don't know. <laughs> Is this like a... This is like a... So every time we find one of these, do we just sit down and read them together? Like we just sit down. Everyone sit down. I have a story. Let's play popcorn. Aveline. Oh. Oh, shit. Uh, <gasps> what's wrong? Oh, God. I can't. Anyone have Moltrin? So Anders starts to get a headache here. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into that, I do want to talk about these. Uh, we find letters in this area. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I keep forgetting that we did like a letter mission. Yeah. And it never actually showed up as a mission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh it it did uh we did find a bunch of letters and it's like oh this is definitely a mission because uh Varric yes. is not on our team and we were sort of told by our listeners uh to bring Varric along but I didn't want to like I I didn't want to have Varric along and lose having an uh like a warrior yeah so because Varric would yeah Varric would have been the like we would have replaced Aveling with Varric but I like we needed a strong tank. And it's going to pay off once we get to the final battle. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we do find a bunch of journals and they talk about like history of the Tethrys family, I'm pretty sure, which is Varric's last name. And I'm I'm really not sure what 
the uh <laughs> like what the the story behind this is <laughs> all i know is that the mission is called the paragon's heir so was someone in Varric's family a paragon or supposed to be a paragon I'm i don't getting, know that's what it sounds like it could have been just like branca oh my god and then they got insane Imagine if Varric was just with Bronca, like, ah, the void. The uh, anvil of the void. The anvil of the void. <laughs> How the hell would he say it? He still has to say it like void. The anvil of the void. <laughs> but uh, yes, after all that, Anders does get his headache. He grabs his head and he's like, oh my God, I'm hearing the calling. Um, not Bethany, even though she's also a great warden. Just Anders. Yeah, no, because Bethany, she has the blood. She has the blood of uh of Hawk. The Hawk uh, protects blood. her. Pro- exactly. All other right. great wardens won't be protected. Right. I have too much taint in my blood. I can't shut him out. Help me, love. Here we go again. That's the name of the season. Yeah, <laughs> that's the last. Here we go again. I can't take you anywhere. <laughs> I can't take you anywhere. Are we about to oh, fight? No. 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 Oh my word. Why are you never this strong when you're fighting with us? Talia's dead. She couldn't bear fight him. This is so sad. But he needs to survive to bomb the Chantry. <laughs> Thank you for being the shit out of me. I, I guess they're right. You never can leave the Wardens. I hope I can hold against him. Aww. Against them both. Let's move. The sooner we get out of here, the better. You're not only experiencing the calling, but you're possessed by justice. God. Anders, your life sucks. You have a lot going on you in you. Lot. You need you need some counseling. I just feel just looking at this, uh-huh. um Anders is a huge fucking mess. <laughs> a huge fucking mess. He's like, like being held, his sanity and his ability to function is held together by the thinnest of twine. <laughs> like, it's like the twine that Morgan uses to hold it, get together her clothing. <laughs> Not only does he hear demons through the calling, but also he has a, the soul of justice in him. Corrupted. So, it's corrupt, a corrupted soul. And so, like, who is the true, where is there room for the true Anders? <laughs> Where is their room? There's so much going on inside of him. It's actually sad. Like, when we first met him, he was just, like, a mage, and he was fun. He wasn't even a warden yet. But now it's like, he hears the calling. He has justice. There's no space for him. It's like we've just seen a man be broken down. (laughs) It's, it's like, depressing. It is. It's kind of scary, if you really think about it. It's, like, a scary (laughs) concept. Like, he has no full control of his actions. Or or he has control, but, like, his his mind is just so influenced by these things. It's, like, would he even, like, do these things if they weren't in him? But they're just one and the same now. It's... Who wants to live in this universe? Not me. (laughs) I'm good right here. Thank you. Play it on my video, on my shitty PlayStation 3. (laughs) <laughs> but uh this uh, going back to bethany and not being able to hear the calling there i have two thoughts on this one okay. why is she not able to hear the calling is it because she's a great warden for less time i don't know but also we're gonna find out that like obviously well we know already that they need the hawk blood to be able to open the seal but bethany's blood has been like mixing and mangling That's with darkspawn blood so would that help I don't think that I don't think that would help. I think 
the dark spawn blood would make it not it's not pure yeah not, her blood is not pure it's been tainted by so the like dark i'm spawn surprised blood. that bethany counts in this like need for a hawk blood yeah it would just have to be talia so if they took pure. so if they managed to trip bethany in the market and they're like we got her blood and then, you know, like, she doesn't bring Pantene. She wouldn't have Band-Aids either. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get her blood. They bring it all the way down here. And then they still can't unseal anything. Yeah. Or it, or it would backfire. It would just, it would explode. Even more dramatic. Even more dramatic. It's like, whose blood did you take? The Grey Warden sister. You fool! <laughs> they explode. <laughs> but... After we help Anders, we continue onward. We do the third seal. Lorias shows up. And then more Grey Wardens show up as well. No. No. They're here. Who's here? Who's here? Who is they? The Carter? I forgot about the Carter. I totally forgot that we started this in like a fucking Nevada desert. (laughs) (laughs) They listen to Corypheus. They want to bring him the light. Something's happening. The prison's oh. breaking down. But it stood up to tunneling before. What can... <gasps> you. You have the key. And you've come through the seals. But how? You're Champion, not crazy. Are you the one? The same hawk, child of Malcolm? You must be her. I am Janica. I lead this unit of Grey Wardens. Janica. Senior Warden, why are you interested in my father? Without Malcolm, this prison would have fallen 30 years ago. The Grey Wardens built this prison to contain one of the most powerful darkspawn we've ever encountered. But even the best magic fades. The Wardens need to reinforce the seals. This requires the blood of a mage untainted by Warden training. The last to perform the ritual was your father. Blood magic is forbidden! I don't think it's forbidden for Grey Wardens, though. I'll just say it. My father was a blood mage. To avert the blights, forbidden magics are sometimes necessary. Yes, but my I father fucking done whatever told it took you. To avoid it. I know how to harness Corypheus. Use his magic to end the blights. No. Oh no. The wardens knew. Corypheus is too powerful. Don't do it, Hawk. The warden commander made a deal with one of these. We still don't know the consequences. Are we going to have to choose whether or not to free him? Oh, no. My father was no fool. This is wrong. So this is Janica. Janica sounds like a bitchy high schooler. (laughs) Janica. It's like, Janica, why'd you tell me? Why'd you cheat on my, with my boyfriend, Janica? (laughs) Why did you cheat on my boyfriend? Why'd you steal my gun, Janica? Um, but Janica, she is the the person leading a band of of her and three other wardens, and they show up. Mm-hmm. And um, she basically tells us that um, the seal required the blood of a mage that was untainted by warden training, which just conf- I feel like that just confirms to me that Bethany's blood wouldn't work here. Yeah, like it's been tainted. You're specifically saying that a, that a mage with the who's a gray warden can't seal Corypheus. 
See, no, she got confused, Brandon. The real reason why they're trying to hurt her is they're trying to cut her hair. And they keep missing. I'm I'm here to stop a demonic presence in all forms. <laughs> <laughs> like, for the love of Christ, Bethany, cut your hair. It's like, I did get it cut. In that style, Bethany, that's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> it is by Grey Warden decree that we cut your hair. <laughs> no. No. This is my signature. This is what I have left. This is defined. I'm not me anymore if I lose this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Janica wants to free Corypheus and claims that she can control him and, and, and use his powers to end the blights. And so we get the chance to choose. Do we want to go with Janica and free Corypheus? <laughs> kind of like what uh, what we wanted to do with the architect. Yeah, like, once you come across and be like, oh, I, this evil entity, why don't we use it? Let's see it. Like, <laughs> that's already a bad idea. You think you could trust or control an evil entity? Yeah. Like, the architect, because, all right, so we're, we're going to end up choosing who to side with. And spoilers, we're going to choose to side with Larias and not want to free him. Mm. But the architect, he was already out and about and actively trying to stop the blights. This guy has been sealed up. Like, for like 30 th- <laughs> years. For No, for more than 30 years. Oh. 30 years ago was just when they, like, uh, reinforced it. Oh, so he's been for thousands. Yeah, like, who's to say he has any motivation to stop the blights? Why would you bring someone back like that? The he's architect from the past? was actively, like trying to ha- get it done this guy we just want to convince him of it exactly it's not a good idea you raise someone from the dead i've yeah. seen it ha- from thousands of years i've seen it go wrong i, wish I you saw could say, like, power just rangers go find just go find the architect exactly yes leave corypheus alone we already know of someone andrews is here and he even mentions that it's like we don't even know the full ramifications of the architect yet mm. like just go like deal with him. Don't don't try to be freeing even more of these dangerous darkspawn. <laughs> no, the more darkspawn, the better. <laughs> That's the Grey Warden way, I guess. They're just they're just bored, Brandon. Without the blight, what what are they there to do? Do you think she's like I believe in our leader, Villandrea? He's <laughs> like, whose idea was this? Villandrea sent us the top, the top Grey Warden commander, <laughs> Villandrea. She said, just go right ahead and do if it. If it's good enough for her, it's good enough for me, Janica. <laughs> Corypheus calls her and she listens. She brought him the carter, sent them for you. You must help us. Oh boy. I think Larius is right. Why would Corypheus help? Because the architect would help. Yeah, I don't know. Find that. him, not this guy. Why would this Darkspawn want to end mm-hmm. the Blights? He's no mindless monster. This search for the old gods comes at a terrible cost to his people. This sounds very familiar. That it does, Andrews. These are not your thoughts. They are his calling. Do not think me foolish, Hawk. I am making no deal. I have a spell which can control Corypheus. Bind him to my will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Larius is right. I trust the weird man with the hands. Okay. (laughs) Corypheus may be as great a threat as the next Blight. We can't risk freeing him. We'll find a way to do this with or without you, Hawk. Shouldn't I leave? Don't they need my blood? 
They can't open the seal without me. I'll just get out of here and go to the pub. So we do choose uh, ultimately to go with uh, Lar- Larius. Larius? Larius. One of the two. Yeah. One of those two. Then, like, Janica's like, I'm he's like, well, I'm still going to do it without your approval. And it's like, you need our blood. <laughs> well, she's just going to she's gonna, just gonna trip us, just like they've been doing. And it's like, okay, go, go on ahead. It's like, well, fine, champion, bye-bye. And then, like, they just, like, trip her. And it's like, <laughs> you broke my nose. Perfect. Grab her. <laughs> and then they, like, get a little vial. Quick, it's Anders, like, the Band-Aids. The Band-Aids. It's like, no. Uh, do you want Hello Kitty or it's too late? It's <laughs> too late. <laughs> and he just has all these, like, branded Band-Aids in his hands. <laughs> It's like, Anders, why did you bring so many? You should have just chose one type of band-aid. <laughs> but I, was, I had so much trouble choosing between Marvel superheroes or Hello Kitty. <laughs> but yeah, basically she rushes towards the final seal and we have to beat her there. Um, but I would like to say just what happens if you side with Janica. Okay. So if you side with Janica, um, the three wardens that are with her will turn on her and join Larias. Wait, what? <laughs> so they're just along for the ride. <gasps> so they don't okay. care. They Whatever you're against, they're with. Okay. Then why are they going with fucking Janica? They, I, I don't know. Because if you side with Janica, I guess they're just going to say like, oh, just kidding. We actually don't want to free him. But if you do side with Larias, then they're going to be like, no, we do want to free Corypheus. These these wardens have no idea what they want. They're like Grace. They're <laughs> like Grace, who is just like, I'm against the champion. I don't care about Meredith. And it's just like, Grace, didn't you didn't you say you were like, we helped you? <laughs> this is, that's what they're like. It's like, oh. I don't care about any of this. I just want to fight Hawk. And so she's like, um, they're like, uh, who's Carol Channing's uh, villain? <laughs> <laughs> the neighborhood oh, lady who um just hates Carol Channing. I don't remember her name. I totally forgot. I just remember she had a, a terrible lip. I don't know why the first thing that pops in my head is Velma. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Elva. Elva, okay. It's like, it's like what's your problem with me? <laughs> oh my god. We have um, to continue that storyline. Uh <laughs> No, no, I don't want to play the PS3 anymore. <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, point is, uh, we side with Larias. And also, another thing, so all of our party members wanted us to side with Larias. Mm-hmm. That's just because we happened to have the party members that think that. But there's actually an even split between party members that want to side with Larias oh, and Janica. Uh, uh, let me let me guess who wants to side with fucking Janica. Does Meryl want to side with Janica? <laughs> yes. It's like, wouldn't that be great? More demons. <laughs> oh my god. And then who else? Um So the other people that would side with Janica are mm-hmm. Sebastian, of all people, the Chantry Bible Thumper, <laughs> uh, Varric and Isabella. Wait, Varric? Yeah. He oh. gives rivalry if you uh, side with Larias. Oh, thank God we brought all the like the level-headed people with us today. <laughs> I still kind of wish we had Varric for this mission, but I think we made the right choice with Aveline, and clearly uh, they're all the people that side with us. Yeah. Even though we, um, <laughs> even though we let uh, the architect run free in the previous game, but he's fine. 
Also, we did try to kill him once first. We tried, but it didn't work. And we're like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. He could do whatever he wants. He seems like, he doesn't seem like a threat. Like, if I had to choose between the architect or the mother, I'd choose the architect to still be around. In this oh, moment. yeah. Well, not for entertainment purposes. I would choose mm-hmm. the mother to still be around. Oh, the mother should have, like, a cabaret show. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. A- anyway, we go farther in. We have to do a bunch of puzzles and Janica's, like, going deeper in with the help of the Carta. So now all the elements are coming together. <laughs> and we eventually catch up to Janica, just leaning on a wall um, at the end of, like, a bunch of puzzles. Did you really think those old wards would stop me? Was she fucking yes. just leaning on that Look, wall and waiting there? String two thoughts You're in together. such a rush, you waited. You've only made it this far because of Hawk. You're a fool, Arias. I think he's picking his nose. And you should have died here years ago. Look at you, summoning demons. And I'm supposed to like you? You, oh, you no. call yourself a Grey Warden? The only thing grey here is your morality. <laughs> Again, this is one of those scenes from Dragon Age where, like, just the the staging just feels weird. It feels unnatural. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where Janica was just leaning on the wall to wait for us to arrive. And it's like, wasn't this a race? We're, like, rushing to get to the location. And then once we finally catch up to her, she's just like, well, well. But it's not where we're, like, there's still more to rush to. Yeah, like, like wh- wh- why is she taking a little breather here? Like, honestly, what would have been hilarious is that if we ran the other way and just went home. Because then she can't do what she has to do. And she's just standing there, like, it's like, Miss Janica, what's going on? It's like, well, wait. She'll come eventually. And then, like, a and day we never goes do. by. It's like, she left, didn't she? Yes. <laughs> What's our motivation for continuing to follow her? I assume it's like, oh, they're just going to continue to hunt us down for our blood. But at that point, like, I'll just kill them all at, in the comfort of my own city. Yeah, like... <laughs> But then again, is did, I think, well, now that I'm thinking about it, Lorias did say that the only way out is through. Oh, so, so we can't maybe, go back? Yeah, so maybe we can't go back. Oh, is this like Willy Wonka's factory? We is have to that go like Willy Wonka's factory? Back? Yes, he, he says that in the the original Willy Wonka, is like, we're going back, like, literally after, like, the little elevator thing. Okay. Like, we're all, with all the kids. They're like, oh, let's, like, let's get the hell out of here. It's like, oh, you can't go backwards. You have to go forward to go back. It's like he like fucking, but like he had him hostage. Like you have to go through the entire factory again. <laughs> he's just a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> like and like, if, if I were Charlie and I inherited that factory, I would immediately shut it down. <laughs> Get your candy from Hershey. <laughs> Just be, just go like her. She can you please uh, buy our candy? Yes, and, buy and you fa- still get to be rich. It's 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 win 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 win. But then like Wonka be like, it's like how dare you? What happened to creativity? What happened to fucking OSHA laws, Willie? <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's all in secret. All right. Anyway, whatever. We do follow Janica after this fight with like a bunch of demons that she summons. Um, and then we arrive at the top of this prison tower, um, which, uh, Janica's again there <laughs> waiting for know, us. I don't know why prison tower sounds like a level. Prison <laughs> tower. It's like prison island. Prison island from Sonic Adventure 2. 
But what's weird about this, so we're going to get there. Uh, Janica is going to say to us, you're too late, which <laughs> makes no sense. Again, because you need our blood. It's what like, are what we too he, late for? You need like, us to do it. It's like, we're too late. Every time we get here, we're right on time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like there's some sort of mystical event that you've begun like, by arriving what, Like, here. what is this? It's like, the full moon needs to come directly above the tower. Also, this whole time, like, she sent demons after us. She sent the cards after carta after us we haven't bled once <laughs> like they couldn't find one little ounce of blood like <laughs> kind of oh, well do they need us in the confusion how much blood do they need honestly i can't like, be that i uh, i'm assuming just like drops like i don't mm-hmm. think they need to like flush you out like <laughs> <laughs> i don't know this I is like the last boss Look, he's definitely sealed at the top of the tower look at that look at that fucking that is a bu- final boss He's, this is like the magic that binds him. It's gotta be. You're too late, Lorias. Malcolm Hawke was not allowed to disagree. It is the past. It doesn't matter. What's she talking about? Malcolm Hawke was reluctant. Had to be persuaded. I was Warden Commander. It was my duty. I delivered an ultimatum. Help us. <gasps> Or you'll never see her again. Our mom? Threatened father. You were going to kill our mother. You see, Hawk? How can you trust anything Lorias says? But Corypheus is still a danger. That doesn't change that. Corypheus is still a danger, yes. Like, so what if he didn't want to be the blood mage to do it? He probably didn't think Corypheus should be out. Exactly. Lorias's threats were reprehensible. But he's still right about Corypheus. You can come willingly or not, Hawk. I just need your blood. Hawk. Hawk. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> or oh, not. Hawk. Hawk. All right. We cannot escape anything trying to harm our mother, can we? No, everyone always wants to harm her. It, like, every ally that we've had always <laughs> does something. Like, we had, um, what's his face? Orsino. We had Orsino oh, give the Lord. the forbidden books to um Quentin. To Quentin. We have now uh Larius, like I was gonna f- kill your mother if your father didn't listen to me. Like Jesus Christ, Le- Leandra needs to be left alone. <laughs> she really does. Um but we do we decide to stick with Larius anyway because uh, you know, we still don't want to free Corypheus just because yeah. he was, like, involved in this. Um, so we fight Janica, and we're going to have to kill her. And, uh, you know, you didn't really describe the tower. Maybe we should do that here before we really get into the thick of it. Mm-hmm. Basically, we're, like, on this bridge. I, I don't know what material. It's just, like, stone, I guess. I yeah. really don't. It's stone, um, and it leads to this tower, like, arena uh, where, <laughs> where these... Um, these statues, which I believe are the same statue that is the memento of legacy, I think they these, are. These which are- which is why I think these are supposed to be shaped like a hawk. Yes, because I'm pretty sure the mark of the assassin statues were shaped like a wyvern. Mm-hmm. Though I don't remember the statues actually being in the DLC, but I, yes. I might be wrong. And honestly, um, this looks the most similar to the Neverending Story with the exposed breast really? statues. This does. <gasps> oh, because look, right. they have like little magic stuff coming out of them. Yeah, and it, it's very convenient that these are shaped like hawks, considering that 
no one named Hawk involved in sealing Corypheus until like thousands of years after he was sealed. <laughs> it was the prophecy, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so these hawk statues, they're on like every, they're, they're on four corners of this arena, of this tower, mm-hmm. and they have yellow magic coming out of their beaks and just uh, all coming together at, in a pool at the center, which is, yeah, I guess, the, it's the like final this, seal. Like the magic kind of looks like, it looks weird. It looks like um, Time Lord regeneration energy <laughs> from Doctor Who spewing okay. from their faces. That's kind of what's happening. It's kind of is what's happening, yeah. Because it's not like a prison. There's no cage. It's just like a platform. It's a platform. It's like um. It's a magical seal. A magical like where like what's he in? Is he like he's in a in different some, dimension? Like, pocket realm. I, I really don't know. <laughs> he's in, he's in the fade. I don't know. Uh, but basically, yeah, it's like a little uh, stage in the middle. Now that we've killed Janica and her friends, we get the opportunity now to unseal Corypheus. And Larice is going to say to uh, unseal him and slay him. Slay him now before he wakes. Oh. Before his strength comes. The key. It's not strong enough. Use your blood. Free him and slay him. Wait, I have to free him anyway? Oh, no. I can't slay... I can't just leave him in there or strengthen it. Do we have something? a gun or something that we can just shoot him in the face when he wakes up? Or can we just, like, stab him while he's asleep? It's like, while the animation is still going on, like, oh, I just stab him in the forehead. <laughs> like, pfft, pfft. All right, containment pillar. So we were going to have to free him anyway. Yeah, what's the point? You're always we might as well, always going to we fight We might as well him. have let her try to, to control him. Such a fucking left out of left field fucking plot. What, this entire thing? Yeah, this, ha- this has nothing to do with the main plot. Which makes me. I feel like this is definitely intended as a setup for, for later. For the yeah, this storyline already feels kind of disconnected to Dragon it, Age Two. Yeah, but also like not even that. Even I mean like this. I, I mean like singular tonally. plot point. Yeah, just like feels I, wrong. Like it feels tonally off because Dragon Age Two is more realistic. Uh, deals more with like social. Uh, yeah. government, like, you know, all those type of things where it's more, it's more grounded in reality kind of plot line. Uh-huh. While this is like magic. Yeah, <laughs> and, like unblocking the seal to this yeah. ancient evil. And, and like, as Brandon said once before, like this feels um, a little bit closer to Dragon Age Origins than it does to Dragon Age 2. Yeah, which makes sense considering we had, like, it's basically super similar to the whole architect stuff. Um but also this just individual choice makes no sense to me. Like, we just killed Janica, who wanted to unseal Corypheus, and now Larias is like, you must unseal him and slay him. And it's like, it- why did we waste our time killing her if she supposedly had a spell to control him? Why didn't we just work with you- her if this was going to be the outcome anyway? That's true. Well, I guess is his thinking like, well, if we can open it and just like, get rid of him, and then like, we'd As be like super safe. As opposed to opening it and controlling him. Yeah, like... If we came here, killed Janica, and just turned away, mm-hmm. there's still a chance that he could be freed. So, like, we don't even want him to be sealed. We just want him totally gone from the world. Yes. And dead. Yes. Like, he's not a threat at all. Like, with- Whereas he, Janica wants to use him. Like, let's say, right, like, for instance, like, Talia could have a kid, 
And then technically they could go to Talia's kid to try and free him. Yeah, that's uh, true. But now there's nothing to free. There's nothing to free. So mm-hmm. it's it's just like getting rid of the problem altogether. Okay. I I will accept that then. I feel like they didn't I, it wasn't clear to me in the moment. Yeah. But <laughs> but then why was his what was his original intent when we walked in? Who's? Was to stop uh Larius, Larius. I think he's just been trapped here. Okay, but like did he be like, "Oh, we have to kill Janica or we have to stop them?" I don't think he wanted to. I think he just didn't agree with Janica. Oh. I don't think he wanted to kill Janica. Janica attacked us because she was like, I'll take your blood myself. Mm. Yeah. But uh, it's time for us to do this. So we walk up to the center platform. Well, actually, first we have to interact with each of the four statues and like unlock a seal there. Yeah. And then we go to the center platform. We cut our hand. The blood will drop into like the swirling pool of energy. Oh God! If Meryl were here, she'd be like, "Oh my God, yes!" This is the hottest thing I've ever seen. It's like this is <laughs> you are. You have never been more beautiful than you are right now. <laughs> um, and then we put the hawk's key, the keyblade, in the center of the seal, <laughs> and that triggers the unsealing. Oh, it's the stabby knife. Oh, she's about to do blood magic. Oh, that's Talia's blood. Oh no. Oh boy, this is so magical. Yes. Yeah, this is the most mystical thing that's happened in this entire game. It is game. like this is really this is so unlike the rest of the game. This feels it's something more out of Dragon Age Origins than Dragon Age Two. Yeah. Oh, what the I fuck are you? Some dream I wake from. Am I in dwarven lands? And then, Corypheus appears, and like we said, there's no cage, like, physically, so he just kind of rises yeah. from the, 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 like, yellow swirling energy. <laughs> and um, to describe how he looks, he and the architect share a similar uh, trait that they're extremely thin and tall. Yeah. Um, though this time, he has eyes. Like, he has actual pupils. If yeah, the, the architect is kind of like, his eyes are sort of missing. Yeah. While, like, he, this guy, he, he kind of looks like he has, like, shards of, like, steel coming out of his head. He does, kind of. Like, like it looks like the same material that, uh, I guess, if that's his armor. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's the same material that's coming out of his head. And his face is kind of melted, sort of like the architect's is. Yeah. Like, you can see it looks sort of like his face is, like, burnt on the side or something. Like, it's, it's just, like, it's basically the architect, too. Yeah. Like, all these, like, awakened gods, like, Darkspawn, like, people look exactly the same. Where well, they're all skinny and tall. not just any. Like, he's an old magister, we're gonna mm. learn. Yeah. As is, I think, the architect. So maybe I- because these are, like, the original like people who went to the fade maybe that's why they look like these special versions and one detail that i would like to say before we go into him you know explaining stuff is how he speaks like he clearly is from a thousand years ago because like he's speaking like oldish english yeah he's like what say you why what say you go and (laughs) and like it's so like it reminds me of hocus pocus because uh the witches in hocus pocus use thou oh does thou want to ride a broom 
<laughs> and it's, and it's, just, it's like really like old like Shakespearean English, which I don't know if they actually spoke that way, but still, I, I think they do. That's in the text in the plays. It's in the plays, but do you think it's in the plays to make them sound fancy, or oh, that's how they I, all sound? I don't think so, because even the comedies sound that way. Well, I had to like read like an old American like letter from George Washington and see. But uh, we do get the chance to talk to Corypheus now that he's out here and we and we hear him talking in this way. And we're clearly not killing him immediately like we were supposed to. You serve you at the Temple of Dumat? Bring me hence. I must speak with the first acolyte. Do you think it's still Dumat. like back in the day? <laughs> was the first old god to become an archdemon. There haven't been temples to him since ancient Tavinta. Are you not citizens of the Empire? Slaves. He still thinks forced. it's like pre-first blight. <laughs> Why come you here? You mad? Lord, <laughs> tell me. What waking dream? Could someone just kill him now! Yeah, just kill him! We sought the golden light. But it oh boy. was black. He's talking about the, uh... What's it called? Darkness. That city in the fade? Mm hmm Ever since. Was that where, like, the throne of the maker was or something? Oh, yeah. And it was dark and corrupted, and the dark one came out of it. The first violation. The Magisters who brought the blight. You That's ridiculous. There. there were no magical boogeymen who trespassed in the maker's city. It's a story. It's Chantry propaganda. No. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the Maker City. They could have just believed the Maker was there, but really it was just like an untouchable part of the Fade. Mm, true. It's the truth. Is Talia like a firm believer in uh, this? Oh, just... they won't mean that. She's like an ag she's agnostic. Yeah, <laughs> we may never know the truth. Unless Corypheus is for real, everyone who knows what happened is long dead. What does he want? Does he want? If he's been calling the Wardens to free him, what's his plan? He seems confused. He doesn't even know Warden's existence. He doesn't even know what's going on. While the seals held, he could not wake. He knows nothing of time that passed. We must kill him now, before he comes to- We should have killed him, like, three minutes ago. Yes! If he could reach the Black City, who knows what else he's capable of. We need to kill him. The city! It was supposed to be golden! It was supposed to be ours! If I cannot leave with you, I will leave through you. I oh. seek the light. Oh, 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 oh. Oh boy, oh boy. A fight does break out uh, with Corypheus trying to kill us. Arias does not join in. Uh, no, because he's he's a wimp. He yeah. doesn't want to help. Yeah, like, of course we're going to get into a fight with Laura. Like, look at this place. Look at where we're standing. <laughs> We're in a circular, like, arena with a platform where a villain can stand on. <laughs> Corypheus is like, I can't waste such a beautiful area for a final boss. <laughs> and then we also just have a little side conversation real quick with, um, with Anders about whether or not the maker was actually in the fade. Yes, yeah, so we, in the Golden we, City, we went from being super like religious and spiritual to be like, oh, we don't know if that actually happened. But I think that's also agnostic of her, where it's like there's some sort of 
the meaning to everything. We just don't know it. And now she's like, uh, who knows if the maker was actually there or not? Like, she's not outright denying it. But Yeah, it's true. Uh, so it is actually somewhat consistent now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Corypheus wants to get out and he's saying the Golden City was supposed to be ours. And he clearly like thinks it's still back in the day. Yeah. Like, he, like imagine like th- this is as funny as like having like an old wizard come to 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what has happened? <laughs> Take me to the circle tower. And it's like, this is a Starbucks. but um a fight ensues and it's pretty hard basically um we have this center like platform as we mentioned and he's gonna fight us normally with magic and by like slashing at us Mm -hmm. but uh there's gonna be points once he's reached like certain percentages of his hp where he goes into the center and you can't hit him yeah and then he just attacks you with the elements yeah like much like um the oogie boogie fight in Kingdom Hearts. In Kingdom Hearts. This is the most Kingdom Hearts episode we've ever had. We've had Keyblades, the Disney villains, and now a boss battle that's similar to Oogie Boogie. <laughs> yeah, because he like he goes into the center and he'll progressively add more elements each time he goes there. So it starts with rotating fire, like horizontal rays that just spin around the room. It's it's basically like a Mario Party minigame. <laughs> um and uh the next time he does it then there's ice falling from the sky no 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 i think the next time he does it there's rock barriers thank you for saying that it's like a mario party video game because now all i'm thinking are like all the like them running as because there's a parts where like there's rocks that like going your way and you have to run around to escape the element (laughs) and now i'm imagining like everyone dying and then like and it's like Corypheus wins and then Corypheus is just like I can't get that image out of my head <laughs> um, but basically each time he does this we have to break seals on the statues on each corner of the room and when you break one of the seals demons come out and you have to fight them while also like avoiding the the elements and then your friends die cuz they're too stupid to avoid them it's <laughs> it's a whole mess he's been sleeping he probably is very tired it's like imagine if this happened right after you woke up like what the fuck's going <laughs> like not even what's allowed happening? to speak can you tell me what's happening we must kill him we must kill what? him now <laughs> oh what's happening all right, no one get in the fire. Anders, I was just about to say, don't get in the fire. And now, look, which this is why I was going to break up with you, but then you just had to bomb a chantry. And reel me back in. That's, that's like what you made it sound like. As if that's like... That's what sparked their relationship. All Why are all... They're all dead. Why are my friends so dumb? It's not that hard to get around a few rocks. God, this is really like... This is hard. Thank God we had all... There's so much to pay attention to. All right, everyone, come on. All right. <laughs> it's like we're like a, like a fucking field trip. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone, come on, let's go. We got to make it to the next exhibit. Listen, what you did in the bus was unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone, follow me. You don't know how to do it yourselves because you're fucking dumb. All right, everyone in. Everyone in. Oh, you're laughing? You're laughing? 
evil Don't laughter. laugh at me. Nothing. Smart. Look out, everyone. Everyone, we're in an evil area. <gasps> oh, oh th that was great. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Look at her. Once we defeat Corypheus, oh, we have a lot of trouble wrangling our team members to do what they're supposed to do, but we do beat him on our first try. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked. I'm really shocked. I thought it was gonna take I thought it was gonna be harder than than like Yeah, and we uh we were surprisingly well equipped. We had those bombs that can revive people and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So I yeah, we did a very good job. And then we get a cinematic of Talia like jumping up and slashing him, and then she finally deals the final blow to kill him by throwing the hawk's key dagger at his eyeball. And honestly, I don't feel safe. Like, <laughs> this guy is, like, super powerful, and throwing a key into an eye is what's going to kill him. I don't think so. We've seen the architect. He doesn't need eyes. He doesn't need eyes. This guy's still out there. Um, but uh, I, I have to assume that, depending on your class as hawk, the, like, kill animation is different. Mm. Because I assume at that point, like, the key is, like, now a staff. Or yeah, like a sword, you know. Yeah. Also, if if the original hawk was a mage, I feel like it should always be a staff. Yeah. Now that I think about it. <laughs> but anyway, we kill him, and then we get the chance to talk to Larius, who's back to normal now that the uh, Corypheus is not like doing his little fake calling. Yeah, and he's that's just totally fine. And that's probably why he wanted to kill Corypheus as well. That's true, because you can still feel his effects. Yes. I will tell the Warden Commander of your service here. I don't think we're supposed to come back from the calling. My head is clear now. Without Corypheus's call, I can think again. I thank you for my freedom. Yeah, look, That's his eyes are normal. Sudden. What should we say? Uh, I'm sorry? Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. The Wardens won't thank me for the deaths of their own. Janica ignored the Warden Commander's express orders when she sought to free Corypheus. They'll be relieved she's gone. The prison stands no more. My gratitude you have for my freedom. So he just walks off. Just He's leave. done. That's He's it. He's done. And be yep. like, thank you. Thank, thank you. Th th bye. Now. It's like, so how do we get out of here? Oh, just go back the way you came. But you told us just go back the way you came. <laughs> just kick the seal out of the way. I don't see what's so hard. <laughs> or, or just <laughs> no, I can't ruin the performance. <laughs> Look, he's doing a flip. <laughs> I guess we'll die down here. But we do. Um, we do leave. Um, we don't see how we leave. It's just, um, we're just done. <laughs> we're just done. Um, we go, because it goes straight back to uh, Cassandra in her interrogation. I said you wouldn't believe me. When the Seekers arrived at the structure, this prison, oh, they went it there? was destroyed. The Grey Wardens were there, but they did not mention this Lorias. They claimed everyone was dead. And now you claim the champion was not only there, but defeated a Magister. One of the Magisters of old. Left there by the Wardens themselves. A curious tale. I wonder if there's more to it. A small matter. A moment for the last of the family. And an echo. You'll forgive me if I take a liberty or two. So I have a few thoughts about this section, actually. Okay. Um, one is that... Apparently, Cassandra says that they know about this area and they went there, but the wardens didn't allow them access, and they never mention Lorias surviving. 
which is weird to me. Is it because, all right, I have a theory. I have a, okay. theory, I have a theory. The rice didn't survive. He didn't survive. <laughs> Bear Glide? No. So what happened was, um, after we left, uh, What's-His-Face <laughs> came back up, killed him, and then uh-huh. disappeared. And, and but oh. disappeared with his body. Well, my thought was going to be that, uh, I guess, simpler, which is just that the Grey Wardens uh, didn't mention Lorias because Lorias is the one who told them about what happened. So they're like, we must hide your identity. Uh, and just pretend like everyone died and it's a mystery to us. But uh, that, I guess that's a more mundane It's more <laughs> mundane. I'm more like, oh, what happened? Sequel. <laughs> yeah. And Varric is very confident that this is just the end of it and that it's not relevant to anything. Because mm-hmm. before this started, he was like, oh, it's unimportant. But meanwhile, Mark of the Assassin is like, oh, well, wait until you hear the tale. Wait until you hear the tale of Talos and the Christmas. <laughs> But this, this is unrelated. This is yeah. nothing. Like, th- th- yeah, this means nothing. And like, then this- even at the end of Market Assassin, he goes, you'll see. I don't think this is the last we'll hear of Talis. It's like, I think we, w- it is the last. I don't think <laughs> that they're going to bother bringing Felicia Day back just for this. Like, Listen, after watching the trailer for Arc 2 starring Vin Diesel. This is the good time to bring Talis back. <laughs> it's true. This is the best even time. Even though that was all CG, but. You know, it was all CG. I think having... Well, you know, we've played... uh, We played Detroit... Not Detroit. Well, Detroit Become Human has real actors in it. That look like the characters they play. That look like the characters. That it does. As do many games. As do many games. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Last of Us 2. Last of... Well, well, no. Last of Us 2 doesn't... They don't look like the actors. Oh, they don't. Um, I'm... Like, Joel does not look like Joel. And Ellie doesn't look like Ellie. Oh, never mind. Um, but until but they dawn. do uh, until dawn. Um, uh, Death Stranding. Uh, oh, yes, Death Stranding. That's- so now is the time that you, I think, you can blend in uh, Felicia Day into the world without it looking weird. That's fair. That's true. Uh, yeah. So we're done here, and Varric says he's going to give some time for the family, and we get. One last scene, we make it back to Hawk's estate, and Talia's talking with Bethany, just reflecting on all that we've learned about our family. All this hardship because of what happened so many years ago. That was a big risk to take without Mother's consent. Tempting the Blight is apparently a theme for our family. What do you remember of Father? Mm -hmm. It gets harder every year to remember what Father was like. I thought he knew everything. You know, as much as he had to spend time training me, he was so proud of you and Carver. His scoundrel and his Not as much of Carver, but still. His scoundrel. I don't know. I miss Mother? Yeah, I miss Mother. I'd have loved to talk to Mother about this. About Father. I still can't believe she's gone. I wish. Well, perhaps it doesn't matter. Thank you for taking care of everything, sister. This is just a a beautiful scene. Um, a, a, a loving, touching last scene with the Hawk sisters. It is. I think this is the best place to leave them. Oh, I loved um, it. The best place to leave them in this in this season. Of yeah. The last of last of them to see the last. Uh, what's it called? Scene to see him in. More right. of a, a happy kind of self-reflecting 
Exactly. And it's just family like, we're, you know, we're, we're togetherness. Yes. You know, it's a family moment. And this whole thing has been about family. A- imagine ending on Mark the Assassin instead of this. Like, I know I keep trashing it, but like, <laughs> this is such a more satisfying way to close out Dragon Age 2 as a whole. Like, yes. Like, the reason why Mark of the Assassin didn't work as much, like, it's not because Felicia Day was in it because I love Felicia Day. Uh-huh. I think it was because the story felt so detached and it didn't right. the stakes weren't high well it, you don't need the stakes to be high to care no. um you, um but there was no reason to care it was, just was so like even this even though it's tonally inconsistent with the rest of dragon age 2 it ties in with these characters that you do care about yes and that you have grown an attachment to throughout the entire game yeah whereas talus is just like some random newbie yeah, like she's just like the special. It's the special guest star episode, right? And it's literally no tie at all. Like yeah. there's n- nothing there. Exactly. So it's like it's not going to tie to any of the- it. Doesn't necessarily matter to any of the characters what happens. Yeah. To Talis. And here, like Corypheus is new. Like we don't know him, but he ties in thematically with the Awakening and the Architect, yeah. and it ties in like with the family drama. So I feel like it's much a better like way to introduce something new while also having reason to care and and speculate and all that honestly what i do appreciate about it is that it is tonally similar to dragon age origins Uh so it makes the world feel more connected that's true uh because like yes you could throw in like oh alistair is here and uh liliana is here yeah but it still feels distinctly Dragon Age 2 because they're not dealing with magic and stuff. They're dealing with more of like a political type drama. Right. While like here, this has the tone of origins, the magical tone of origins. So it feels more, oh, this is like the overall Dragon Age world. Exactly. Like, there's still like magic here, which is what I'm expecting from Inquisition. I have an inkling that Inquisition is going to feel more like origins than it does Dragon Age 2. Yeah, and I think it makes sense. Like, this is a good bridge to take us back into that sort of narrative. Mm-hmm. And and you're right. This is, you mentioned it like way like earlier in the episode, but this is kind of like the intermediate like short story to get us into the Inquisition mindset. I feel yeah, where it's like we had that political smaller story, and now we're introducing again all these bigger elements. Yeah. So, it, yeah. it makes sense. It, it, and you know what? It, that's why it's my favorite DLC. <laughs> you're you're going to say that right now? i say that right now. It's my favorite of all the DLCs we've ever played. Wow. This is my favorite high DLC. high praise. I haven't even played it myself. I just <laughs> watched true. it. I played it. Because <laughs> we're still using that Discord setup that we talked about last time. Yeah. But uh, there is still one last interaction before the end. Um, because... Tali is going to look into the fire after Bethany walks out. She's going to look into the fire, close her eyes, and then you hear Leandra's voice, Ugh. and you see like a specter, like a memory of yeah. Leandra standing there, and chiming I, in. And I would like to ask, uh-huh. um, would this depend on when you did the game? Um, on what point of the time you played this DLC? Because this could possibly be real-life Leandra if she were alive. That is an excellent question. I feel like, now that you say that, I feel like it's got to be real-life Leandra if you do it in Act 1. Yeah. But I like that it's... I love that it is spirit of Leandra because it feels more... It feels more impactful. I don't know. I feel like if it were Leandra who was alive, 
it wouldn't be as impactful, but the fact that it is, it is like the spirit of Leandra speaking, like you're remembering her post. Yeah, like death. it is so like it, it's more power. It hits harder. Malcolm would be happy you two aren't at each other's throats, not all the time. <gasps> he sacrificed so we would have a life free to choose. Must have been a terrible burden, much like the burden you've assumed. I try to make things better. Yeah. I do what I can. Sometimes it doesn't seem like enough. You know, your father tried to help people the same way. Tried to fix trouble he oh. saw in others. The best of him is still with you. The best of all of us. It's what makes you try so hard. You will always have that. Oh. We will always be family. It'll be all right. Oh. That's beautiful. Ah, uh, that was beautiful. Boy. That was beautiful. That was a good way to end this, this whole gameplay. So, and the music is nice too. Yeah. You know what? This was the better of the. This is the best DLC. <laughs> this is the best DLC uh, of all the games. Really? I thought this was fun. This was engaging. This was great. Yeah, I enjoyed the mystery. The I enjoyed mystery, the it was, very it was personal. Pers very personal, very lovely. We had that scene with our mother and it 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 just capped off in a beautiful way this season, even though there's more and episodes. Why is my eyes still glowing? And this is where we end with the PlayStation. Why are my eyes still glowing? This is where we end the PlayStation 3, Brandon. And the PlayStation Nanny, my eyes are still glowing. And the PlayStation 3 now, Brandon. Thus ends the final episode of Dragon Age 2. Well, not the final episode of the of the hiatus. I know. That's why I was going to say Enchantment Here We Go again, but then I didn't. I would say this is the final gameplay episode of Dragon Age 2. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so my God, this has been a trip. This has been a trip. This has been quite the gaming experience. Yes, and you know, I'm gonna I'm not gonna miss setting up the PS3, but I'm gonna miss these characters. But who knows, yeah. these characters could come back. They're technically really, still alive. I feel really good about Dragon Age 2. It had its, you know, its downsides, and we definitely didn't shy away from the things we didn't like about Dragon Age 2. But as mm -hmm. a whole package, I feel like Dragon Age 2 is really, really like, it really delivers to yeah. me. Like, I honestly, I like Dragon Age 2 more than Dragon Age Origins. Uh-huh. I know people, I don't know, well, I have a feeling that people prefer Origins uh -huh. to Dragon Age 2, but I don't know, I feel like Dragon Age 2 is a much tighter package. Right. It's a much, it's, a, it's like, everything is like, they cut the fat. I feel like, like the story is more intriguing to me. Yes. Like this uh it's a much more grounded conflict. Yeah. And and um for those reasons I think I prefer I, I don't know if I prefer Dragon Age 2 as a game. I, I, I wouldn't even know what my answer is on which one I like better. But mm -hmm. as if we're just comparing like the structure of it, I think I prefer Dragon Age 2 because it's just so different. Yeah. Like to me, I prefer the Dragon Age Origins 
companions over the Dragon Age 2 companions. Uh-huh. Um, but I preferred the gameplay and the world of Dragon Age 2. Right. Over Dragon Age Origins. Because, I like, Ferelden, every time I go around Ferelden, I always felt it was a... Even though, yeah, Kirkwall is a is literally a piece of shit town. <laughs> um, I, I, I got more attached to it because I got more familiar with the location. Yeah. And so, right. like, you know how it, it almost made the player feel like how Talia feels or how Hawk uh-huh. feels, where it's like, oh, my home isn't in Ferelden, my home is here. Yeah. It's because you spent so much time getting used to the map, getting used to the different characters yeah. within Like, you Kirkwall. really felt an attachment yeah. to what like, you were dealing with. Ex- like, going around Ferelden, it was just like, well, here's the dwarves area, here's the elven area, here's the crazy yeah. people. It was much the- more of, like... Look at this fantasy world yeah. that we've built and go to all the different locations. Yeah. You know, we know what it is. Ferelden, I don't know why I'm going to... Ferelden is built like Magic Kingdom. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they have the little central little area, even though I don't think Denerim's in the center. But then they yeah. have the, sp- the, the different lands of different people. Well, that's that's how we first started saying have a wonderful day or whatever at uh, Disney Magic Kingdom, Kingdom. is because we compared the hinterlands to the hinterland. Hinter- yes. Whatever. So, like, basically, yeah, Ferelden is Magic Kingdom. Or Frontierland, I think that's yeah. what it is. And Dragon Age 2 is its own little... It's a city. It's just a city. Yes, it's Future World. It's Future World. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, if it's speaking just to this DLC specifically, I really think this was a strong way to cap off Dragon Age 2 and to, like, migrate into the future of the series. Yes. Um... And I don't want to give too much away, but it's unlike Witch Hunt. I think that this actually does totally, like, get us ready for the next installment. Oh. Whereas Witch Hunt just, like, totally just dropped all plot threads. I'm expecting the plot about. threads of Witch Hunt to be addressed in freaking Inquisition. Because if they're not at this point, what the hell did they do? <laughs> um, like, I'm- finally in Dragon Age 5. <laughs> oh no sorry that one has to have a subtitle because it's odd but uh, finally in the fifth dragon age installment we will learn what happened with that damn mirror exactly and you know i'm excited uh we're about to soon play inquisition fairly soon yeah. um probably by the time you get this episode we've already played some of it um right. but i'm excited we're playing it on the playstation 5 but still don't talk to us about it yeah don't talk to us about it don't. like we, we don't spoil we, anything yeah, we don't, uh, we consider, what this podcast considers spoilers is anything beyond what the latest episode covered. Yeah. So even if we're, like, releasing Dragon Age Inquisition episodes, don't assume that, that we you finished can just it. talk about, like, the ending of Dragon Age Inquisition yeah. and stuff. Because we could be in the middle of playing it. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, it's, uh, it's up to whatever the current episode covers. Yeah, and I can't wait... It, this is the last, the last of uh, of Talia, yeah. Who I've grown to love and it's and become attached to, even more than Stevan and Viandrea. Um, exactly, and it's, it's been really a uh, really rewarding journey. I think I feel I, really attached to Talia, her story. Yeah, I think it's because the fact that I could hear her speak makes me attached. That, that to her. helps a lot. It makes me feel a lot more like she's someone other than myself. Yeah, um, and you know I'm happy she's still alive still out there 
Yeah, that's that's another thing. Yeah, Stevan died. Stevan, Talia, yes. she's going strong. Yeah, and Viandre. Well, she's on the Ta- run. But. So far, right now, the men of Dragon Age don't have a good track record for our characters. <laughs> no, um, they're all just dying, and the, but the ladies are in charge. Yeah, and, and they're out there alive and doing the best. But you know what? We've had three female player characters in a row. We've had Viandrea, we've had Carol Channing, and we've had Talia. <laughs> I think. It's time, I think it's to... time that we we come back to playing a male and seeing where that takes us. I'm so, yeah. so I'm so excited. Yes, we get ready. So that's basically us saying yes, the, our Dragon Age Inquisition character will be male. Yeah, I'm so excited for the future of Enchantment. Enchantment and I Inquisition. Hope, uh, you guys are too. God, now we now this the uh, well not this is not going to be the last time we say Enchantment. Here we go again, but like. We have to get used to saying hi and welcome to. In, in, uh, oh well, we'll never say enchantment. In, uh, here we go again. We just it's say, gonna be uh, enchantment inquisition next. Yes, yeah, gonna be enchantment inquisition, <laughs> and then uh, if they never name Dragon Age Four, we're gonna have to. It's just up. gonna be enchantment parentheses PS Five. Or we have to, we have to find something that that goes with a with a with a fourth installment of a movie. What's the Indiana Jones? Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> Chopin Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh my god. It's gonna be Enchantment Episode 4, New Hope. That that could work, Enchantment A New Hope. Enchantment A All New right. Hope. Alright, uh, Bioware, if you drop the ball, we're gonna have to call it A New Hope. But. Exactly. Anyway... Thank you for joining us. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at EnchantmentCast. You can email us at EnchantmentPodcast at gmail.com. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, EnchantmentCast.com slash Apple, or wherever it is you listen if they allow ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on Patreon, EnchantmentCast.com slash Patreon, where for $1 a month you can find found footage of us playing the Dragon Age games. And for $5 a month, you can listen to bonus episodes, the latest of which is Death Stranding. Yes, it was an experience. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say it was a gaming experience, <laughs> but it was an experience. Um, or yeah, you can also join us on Discord and traumacast.com slash Discord, where you can join us and others talking about the Dragon Age series, including the future of the Dragon Age series uh, with Dragon Age 4. Uh, just make sure to talk, uh, ask for the spoiler safe role so you can talk about things we haven't reached yet mm-hmm. in the podcast. Um yeah, you can also go to Audible for a free trial and free books, which will be helpful because we're about to listen and talk about um, the next two books in the Dragon Age series, which yes. I believe are Asunder and the Masked Empire. I think so, yes. So that's going to be exciting as well. And yeah, thank you so much for joining us, as always. Yes, and uh, I'm Manny. And I'm Brandon. And this has been Enchantment. And thank you very much. What what do I supposed to say? Oh, enjoy the rest of your stay. <laughs> <laughs> At Disney's Magic Kingdom. <laughs> In future worlds.